Welcome to the TBE Richmond Podcast. I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. On this feed, you'll hear sermons, teachings, music, conversations with guests, and so much more from us here at Temple Bethel in Richmond, Virginia. Thanks for learning and growing with us. So I'm not getting the Dvar I originally wrote today. Um, it was fun and upbeat, and it had props. I haven't done props yet. Um, this week's Torah portion includes God's laws for sacrificial days and festivals, um, a perfect portion to talk about celebration and fun and, you know, a little bit of personal reflection. <clears throat> but as I spoke to my friend Kat, she knew I wouldn't be able to pull it off. I wouldn't feel authentic. So part of the reason for the change is yesterday afternoon, I found out my neighbor's house had been broken into. Everyone is safe but we were all incredibly rattled. I live in townhomes, so this is a neighbor sharing a wall with me where we've waved at each other every day. He's helped me jump my car. I've baked cookies for his wife and daughter, and we've tried to be there for each other if anyone was in a bind. We expect their home, we expect their home was, expect their home was targeted in a series of similar break-ins aimed specifically at business owners. They had left early in the day, mom dropping her daughter off at the babysitters, then likely working hard preparing for the day's offense. The family owns a local Mexican restaurant, and as you can imagine, Cinco de Mayo is the absolute last day you want to find out your home had been burgled. My, my heart broke as I realized why the police were outside my home. Uh, I hugged my neighbors, both of them trying to keep the tears at bay, and I was giving my statement to the the police, uh, the guilt started to set in. I was home when this happened. I was on conference calls, and I put my headset on because the lawn crews were blowing outside my windows, and the dogs next door were barking like wild. I started to think to myself, what if I had seen something? What if I didn't put my headset on? As the day wore on, I accepted that I likely couldn't have done anything, let alone probably shouldn't have. Just because no one was harmed, because the house had been empty, doesn't mean something couldn't have happened to anyone who had tried to intervene. But then the scarier thoughts started to settle in. Do we lock up every time we leave? Maybe even when we're home, can we be more vigilant? And then I found myself feeling the need to rewrite what I was going to say to you today. At the beginning of this Torah portion is the dictation of laws for the priests. A consistent theme is that one must be pure, have no defect or defilement, including exposing themselves to any activity or person which could make them unpure. This includes going to a location in which there is a dead body. I ask you, you know, when might be the most important time for a priest than when someone has died? Many of you know I'm quite passionate about understanding the ritual and practices of Jewish death and mourning. One of the ongoing faculty members with the Gamliel Institute is Nina Rubin, a leading Rishah of her Hever Kedisha, and she often delivers a moving lecture about the Tameh Tahor continuum. Tameh or impure, and to whore, pure. To her, it isn't a binary, clean or unclean, 
Instead, it's a movement through a liminal space, being open or closed to receiving influencing guidance from Hashem. Tahor becomes fully integrated, fully present, at being our whole and entire boundary self. Tameh becomes openness, making us less or more than our boundary self, and as a result, spiritually vulnerable. At the time I heard this lecture, my life had felt like it was an oscillation. My fiance had cancer, and I found myself having to guard myself when faced with overwhelming vulnerability. When our hair started to fall out, I couldn't lose myself in those moments because she already had. So I had to guard myself, help come out the strands and stay strong, not fall apart in front of her. I could do that later. And she told me she was only able to accept the reality of what was happening because she could feel fully supported in those moments. Well, it's been a year cancer-free, and we are enthusiastically planning our wedding. We want to remain open to experience guidance and love. That vulnerability is helping us feel connected to each other and to our families during typically a stressful time. But then suddenly I'm asked to provide a statement to the police. I see the fear in my neighbor's eyes, and I sense the tension now on our street. It is one thing to be open to vulnerability on your own terms, but another to be forced to feel vulnerable because of a violation. And that is what I believe the law is dictated for the priests. Vulnerability forced on you does not allow you to guide your community to your full potential. Nina's session spoke to me and one of the reasons I became a Jew. There's comfort in knowing that profound experiences or sensations which affect us aren't limited to great miracles or messages in dreams only available to a few. Instead, it's the everyday moments and how we respond to them. It helps us find spirituality, love in all moments, and even in the most painful and scary ones. Shabbat Shalom. This has been the TBE Richmond Podcast. Once again, I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. On behalf of all of us here at Temple Bethel in Richmond, Virginia, thanks for listening. I hope this episode was uplifting and enriching. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this feed wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. And please rate and review us so others will have an easier time joining the conversation. Our theme music is composed and produced by Stephen Frost. Learn more about our dynamic, warm, and passionate congregation affiliated with the United Synagogue of Conservative Judaism at www.bethelrichmond.org. Until next time, shalom y'all.